0: This is the CW Spiral, a podcast run by three survivors of the CW's calling in 2022, where your hosts, Sabrina Reed,
1: Michael Patterson, and Reed Gowden,
0: bringing you history about the network and the WB, the latest news and in-depth, sport of field discussions of the best and messiest shows to ever grace the small screen. We're back! It's 2024, and Reed is here with us. And it, this also means that, you know, CW is, is going to be back this month in January, I'm Excited to return to be able to watch something on the CW.
2: Right. She's cooking. She mm-hmm. it
0: is. It's nice. We don't have our um, shows that we're used to just yet. But for the most part, they're filming. All American is filming, says so Walker. All American Homecoming might be filming. Well, Ivy King had posted to their Twitter a video saying we're back. And it was lovely ed- um, editing, too. But it's unclear whether or not that means that we're back as in we, are on, we were filming or we're back as in we're doing just fittings right now. But they are supposed to start filming in January. So if you're very much into that show, you might want to start stalking the social media accounts. Respect- to get little like- yes, <laughs> Respectful stalking. <laughs> Respectful stalking. Uh, be kind. Um, and then Superman and Lois starts filming January 11th we'll this,
1: be all there yeah look it just feels like CW feels like CW again we we were so excited just for a, to start a new TV season or a, a schedule with more content but these are the four even if you don't watch all four these are the four that kind of makes your heart sing because they're the four CW original shows and to have them back on the schedule it feels right
0: it does I just as a reminder to everybody though um they're not coming back as in on our screens until April we are just mm-hmm. happy that they're filming, <laughs> but while the rest of TV comes back. CW will not be joining them. However, you, if you've been enjoying the Connors on ABC, you will be able to watch the show from the beginning on the CW actually starting today, Thursday, January 4th, <laughs> um, but it's going to air at 8 30 PM, two it's episodes a week.
2: It's such a random link up. Like what? It's yeah. fine. like it's yeah. not the worst, but it's no, I don't think anybody saw this coming. And I know we yeah. joked about there was like that empty hour gap from eight thirty to nine thirty. Yep, yeah. and we were like, there's gonna put like two like half hours and then there's no way they're gonna put something <laughs> an hour block of one show is just so funny in that in that empty spot
1: it's kind of unprecedented. is isn't it? just to hear this because it, have we ever had like a primetime one of the primetime networks showing a primetime show? When it's still its original run on another network, like it's just kind of it's unusual to say the least. I can see the thread, like Reed said. I know what, what kind of content they're going for, and it kind of works in the direction they've moved in. But would a multiple, well, multiple year old episodes work? Uh, reruns off them work well. We'll have to wait and say. It's still, kind of, a, it's it's an unusual buy, but not one I hate either.
0: It is a weird choice, but I guess it could work in their favor, um, considering with the Connors airing on ABC starting what day is that? February 7th, Wednesday at 8 p.m., you'll have season six on ABC and you'll get to watch the, the previous seasons on the CW on Thursdays. I, I mean it's not streaming anywhere else apparently and um unless it's in season then the the new episodes will drop on Hulu, I believe. But other than that, the previous seasons aren't anywhere online to watch legally. So I just I just wonder, like, what this could mean for the CW in terms of ratings, because they really are trying to get the viewership up. It could be a good thing. It could be just another way of them trying to make comedy work on the CW, and it's not really.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, why don't we give up that one? What, like, if the comedy just does not work, we'll be here for a few years still trying.
2: It's interesting. I want to know what the, what, what they're getting at. With putting it, are they trying to just bring viewers to the network as a whole? Are they trying to bring that viewers to those shows? Because it's weird to sandwich them in between two shows instead of putting an episode at eight, your original at eight thirty, another Connors at nine, another original at nine thirty, which I've seen networks do before with like hit shows. You like you strategize to try to like have the carryover as high as possible. So I'm like, what is the strategy? Like, I can see the vision, but I'm kind of, there's still question marks surrounding it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it is so strange for it to be airing concurrently, like, in primetime, like, primetime reruns not on cable. It's, it's I feel like we need to be talking about this more. Not just us, like, as a society. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, Like a, you're right, Michael, has this ever happened before? Not that it's a bad thing, it's just confusing. In an interesting way, like I'm not opposed to it. I just feel like we need to talk about it more.
0: It seems that CW is still being new, fresh, and weird, even in <laughs> its next star era. <laughs> we'll see if this ends up being like a blueprint they follow. Because I remember, you know, CW was being made fun of for the acquisitions, and Fox has an acquisition coming to its lineup in 2024, the 2024-2025 season. So, perhaps our little network is still making waves and being a trendsetter for good or for bad.
2: I also kind of just want to know like what the branding is going to look like because are they going to play the CW jingle before an episode of the Connors? Mm, I'm i just like, what does this look like? You know, mm. maybe I'll have to tune in just to see what, what the vibe is. <laughs> <laughs> true. Vibe uh, check on, on January today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> reeling is all in with curiosity <laughs> yes
0: though okay so tin hatting but um, there has been rumors that the Connors show could be ending this season I wonder if it is if ABC decides that they do want to stop um, with season 6 whether that means CW depending on how the viewership goes will make a play for the show to air it's season 7 if it gets one if they would like to give it one <laughs>
2: the price would have to be right and shows yeah. do tend to age. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the tin hat is, it's a valid tin hat.
0: Mm. Not that I, I, mean, I want it. I'm
2: just <laughs> saying. It would uh, again. It wouldn't be the worst. It's really no, popular,
1: and mm. r- r- with Family Law doing quite well, it definitely looks like they're trying to find a footing in around where that like dramedy period kind of is. Which is why it's pretty funny that Dr- Family Law was one of the original ac- the original CW's acquisitions, but not Next Stars, but it's obviously been successful for them because season three starts soon. Um, so it it wouldn't be totally out of place on the schedule, and The Connors is one of the more consistent shows on network TV, so. I could see the thinking behind that. Like Reid said, Ballotin had in there. Like, we can see the thread.
0: Hmm. Okay, but if I had to manifest, it wouldn't be for the Connors. It'd be for Ride, uh, mm. the Hallmark original series, well, former Hallmark original series uh, that's coming to the CW on Monday, January 22nd, and will air at 8 p.m. There are no plans for season two right now, but I want them to have plans for a season two <laughs> on the CW. I
2: feel like it's a really good chance. Not to put like unchecked optimism out there, but I feel like they wouldn't do this randomly
1: mm-hmm.
2: if there wasn't like a a plan. Or not a plan. I don't want to say plan because you said there are no plans <laughs> if there wasn't <laughs> like a like a a future on the vision board.
0: Mm.
2: It does seem like a we're gonna throw this noodle at the refrigerator and see if it sticks kind of moment. Like it's a test. And passes. they are, they have been like cleaning house from other, they've been dumpster diving from other yeah. networks <laughs> <laughs> and it, they could strike gold with this one. Like this is a good find. This is like when you go to Bath and Body Works dumpster and you find a whole box of lotion mm. unused. <laughs> <laughs> that, <was> that metaphor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
0: I mean, it does fit into their wheelhouse of what they're trying to do on the network uh they want like a good variation of content for people um and ride is something that they don't have um yes it's another modern western like walker which you guys if you're a walker fan you should be watching ride if you haven't already watched it uh because it is it's centered on family it takes place on a ranch i believe in colorado Uh, And it follows the McMurray family who are dealing with a tragedy and are trying to save uh, their ranch, not to mention, once again, we are trying to pull people in with ACW star Tierra Scovey, who played Polly Cooper on Riverdale, is one of the lead actresses on the show. She plays Missy, who I feel like to tell her plot would kind of be spoilerish, but um, she is a former uh, rodeo queen. You know, like all the like, horseback riding and doing tricks and everything. It's really cool. They're beautiful scenes that her character does on horseback that I'm really excited for people to see. Uh, Though I don't think Tiara is the one doing them. If she is, that'd be great. Like, a, like she'd be pulling something out of a bag of tricks. But the show itself is very, I said wholesome already, but I think it's just one of those things It feels good. Like, there's a little bit of a mystery in there. There's drama. It's not like Yellowstone. I really need the rest of the press to stop saying that.
2: They see horses in a cowboy hat, and they're like, Yellowstone. (laughs) They do.
0: And I'm just like, it's not not giving Yellowstone. If you've been watching CBS's run of Yellowstone, and you've been enjoying it, I'm not one of those people, um, then this might not be the show for you if that's the kind of modern Western you want.
2: It does kind of it feels like it's in line thematically with Sullivan's Crossing kind of like in mm-hmm. that maybe not completely genre wise, but like, like thematically, like emotionally, it feels like very in line with that. And there is one more like tiny CW connection because isn't Nancy Travis the Lee, the matriarch? Mm-hmm. She was in Heart of Dixie for like oh. four episodes. Oh, she was so good She was supposed to be, like, uh, I I could have seen her becoming a lead, but she left, I think, to do Last Man Standing, which, I mean, good for her. That lasted nine years. Um, But, yeah, I feel like Heart of Dixie seems like this could be a good option, too. Also, I have to call out Awkward fans. I know you're out there. I know people love that show, and our guy Maddie McKibben is back as a... He's a troubled cowboy, right? That's what he is in the show.
0: I don't know about it because it is, but I'm assuming that's... Oh, he's the.
2: <laughs> what's the brother's name? And ride. Give me some names. <laughs> oh, is he
0: tough? No, tough's not not troubled. Um. The other one. Cash.
2: Yeah, is he one of them? Oh,
0: from Good Trouble. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, oh Good
2: Trouble fans get in there
0: yes also the flash fans one of the forces is in the show as well sarah garcia is playing valeria Bal- Bal- galindo she's one of the McMurrays by way of uh found family she's a great uh, character we,
1: i think we sold it you just sold it to me i know nothing about the show i heard flash <laughs> i was like i'm in
2: i'm in <laughs>
0: i didn't realize how many cw people are actually in ride yeah amazing the plan is planning. I really enjoy how much they're trying to reel us all in by, like, you remember this person, you remember this person, come back to the network and watch them.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to sound like a complex person. It's like, you can't get me like that, but you know what? It's starting to work. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, and it will. So, for those who wait till um, streaming, it will be available to stream next day on the CW app at cwtv.com. It will be released weekly, though, not in all in a batch. So even though it has previously aired on television before, and you want, if you want to get a head start, that's not going to be happening. But, you know, enjoy week to week.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and watch it so work. Sabrina can get season two. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Speaking of uh, Riverdale Stars, we can now start talking about wild cards. Spoiler free. Uh, <laughs> but it's So to remind you all, it's premiering Wednesday, January 17th. On a CW at 8 p.m., we're very, very excited because this is a vehicle for Vanessa. Reed, before we launch into it, I'm going to give you the floor to manifest and give the mole some notes.
2: <laughs> <A> mole? <laughs> Your first assignment of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this new era is all great and everything, but it's nothing if we're not also putting the work in. Like, you can't, if you, the field of dreams saying is like, if you build it, they will come but you need to tell them that it's being built or was built. Um, So like, I don't know, it's my dream to see them, the network put Vanessa Morgan and Giacomo out on the promotional circuit, like the daytime talk shows, have them cutting it up with Kelly Clarkson on the talk, on the view, like they have things to say. They're both gorgeous people, but that's not the entirety of their appeal. but I don't, I just, it feels like it's time to promote in a way that isn't confined to social media. And that's me. That's my pitch for the most <laughs> <laughs> Visibility people, we need that.
0: We do, because this is a show that is like a breath of fresh air. Um, I think it's special. It's something that we haven't had on the CW, I think, ever. Um, and it's definitely hasn't been on network TV in like a long time. Uh, but I mean, cause the premise of course is that Vanessa character Max is a con artist and Giacomo's character Ellis is a cop and the two of them have to work together to solve cases, which I mean, fun, breezy. Like it's just one of those things where like the show's going to let you have a good time while watching it.
2: Yeah. It's like, it's not reinventing the wheel. But it's dusting off a wheel that has not been used in a while, at least mm-hmm. on broadcast. Like, it it gave me notes of USA Network, which is what I've been yearning for, and I think a lot of people have been yearning for. I mean, just look at Suits. In the the past summer, like, people just went to that and drove. So, like, this you're not going to turn this on and be like, oh, my God, this is the best show of the year. But you're going to be entertained, and it's going to make you feel... Just like light, and you know, it's necessary, very necessary. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, this show was such a good time. I remember when we watched the trailer, and we're like, "Oh, this looks so unserious." I'm sold. And the that premiere episode very much backs that up. And um, one, well, the CW has always had its own kind of brand, but this kind of looks more like what you what you'd expect to see from US TV. There's there's a procedural element to it. There's an overarching story that doesn't dom- get in the way of the cases of the week. There's a such great chemistry between its two leads yeah um this screams network tv in a way that we haven't seen in quite some time and like reed said it doesn't reinvent the wheel but it uses familiar tropes and familiar tactics to create something slightly different more modern and you know what i can't fault them for that i had such a good time watching the pilot episode um yeah i'm excited to see how this is received because so much fun
0: It's very self-aware, too. I enjoy um, not only Vanessa's acting as Max, but also the fact that her character references other shows that are just like Mm -hmm. uh, the one that we're currently watching. Like, she name-dropped Bones and Castle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The line when she said uh, Bones and the guy from Buffy took me all the way out. (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to reveal that. it's not a spoiler. But I just loved it. And Vanessa getting... Just getting to see her play is so much fun because she was wonderful on Riverdale, but I don't think that show or that role really allowed her to flourish and put all of her talents on display and i I mean that's the only time I've ever watched her in anything I'll admit like i'm I haven't seen her in anything else, but seeing her in this was just like a revel- she's a star mhm. Mm-hmm. She is a star, so that it, it's it's crazy that it's taken this long for her to get a, a starring role on television.
1: Mm-hmm. No, honestly, that's kind of frightening, read because I literally have Vanessa Morgan is a star, full stop, written <laughs> on my notes. Um, honestly, we 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 knew she was a star. She's been so great on Riverdale, but it just the to this this places the spotlight on her and allows her to burn brighter than ever. Because, oh my goodness, Max is such a complex, but unserious character at the same time every line is so quirky and yet i think the best thing about it is the way she delivers them with such ease um she's just such charisma on screen and that comes across right from the opening scene and it doesn't stop the whole way throughout. that i just love the fact that she gets this chance to shine almost in almost no way we've never seen before and she's so good at what she does she took this opportunity and runs with it because those 43 minutes are such a delight and i feel like she is so responsible for that
2: It in it, yeah. We also have to like give credit to the writing as well because she's dynamic and awesome. But what's on the page is so good too Mm -hmm. because she, it's, I felt in my opinion, it was so natural the way that we learned information about these characters. I won't reveal what the information is because this is spoiler free, but sometimes you watch a pilot and you're just being hit over the head with exposition <laughs> and it felt like it was so organically folded in like the things we learn about these characters and also the way through dialogue and also just action the way that we learn about these characters was so i, I don't, it was natural I don't know how, how else to describe it like it was I didn't feel like I was being hit over the face with information and and that has to do with like the pacing too like they accomplished so much in a 44 minute pilot like i was i was blown away by that too i was like how did you manage to do this in that amount of time like what it accomplished is amazing to me because even those usa network shows a lot of their pilots were like 90 minutes long mm-hmm. I don't know if people realize that, but like, if you go back to watch like White Collar Burn Notice, like those are long pilot episodes because they have to like stuff a movie length. You have to introduce this world because it's not just like, oh, this person and this person. It's like, there's a whole backstory they have to like accomplish in that episode. That's ends up not really being relevant in the rest of the series (laughs) sometimes. Um, But I just, yeah, I just think that the, what was on the page helped Vanessa's performance even more like sometimes you get s- some bad writing and you try to do your best but that was not the case here like in even I will say I feel like um she chewed I mean period she chewed <laughs> but she chewed all the scenery so it made Ellis kind of feel a little bit underbaked but like for a pilot like I feel like that's fine like we know enough about him And, but he's still, like, an onion we're, like, unpeeling. Whereas, like, Mm -hmm. we have a fuller picture of Max. I just talked Mm -hmm. a lot. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think as far as Alice goes, I kind of like that in comparison. Yeah. um, That he is an onion that we're going to be peeling. And I say that because Max is, she takes the air out of the room right she's just she's so bright as a star that he kind of just simmers in the background but it works because you can't have two strong personalities as the leads at least not in the pilot we have to i think our entrance into the world is max and Mm -hmm. then the world expands when we learn more about ellis what i appreciated, you have to build them up and i appreciated that uh him being by the book didn't end up being him sort of being like a finger wagger or someone who um, kind of dims her shine because he would prefer not to be working with her he is the sweetest man
1: I (laughs) love him (laughs) so much
0: (laughs) Giacomo plays Ellis to like to such a degree where it just feels like you want to learn more about him like he's so quiet uh, and in a way that just seems kind of not mysterious but like if we sit down and have a talk, will you, t- will you tell us more? Like I really enjoy that about the di- that dynamic between the two of them. Also, I was already going to be endeared. He has a cat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Spring is like so. God, I knew it. Yes. I knew it. That's cute too.
0: Yes. Uh, his name is Mark, and he goes. I love an animal with,
2: with a human name. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> But yeah, this is my favorite kind of male character where you know they have just like a good heart and they're well meaning and they're kind of misunderstood. But i, I don't, it's just my favorite kind of male character. It's the ones that I'm always like drawn to, like the Brandon Walsh's, which we'll get to Jason Priestley in a minute. <laughs> like Clark Kent, the Tom Welling version. Although Clark Kent, the Tyler Hecklin version. <laughs> like, <laughs> those kinds of male characters are like the ones that I'm drawn to. And Like from the first scene, I was like, oh, I'm an Ellis
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's true, though. I feel like Giacomo played the role just right because Max is such a scene stealer. And the writing really lends itself to that because she comes in and she's like a whirlwind in his life. And as we see from the first scene, it's a quieter life than he would like. He's not exactly where he wants to be. And she just upends everything. And although we obviously find that frustrating, there's an alluring quality to that that makes him want to change things up and Mm. this is when we say that that we've seen this concept before i just think it's it never gets old for me personally um because these are two like completely different kinds of people who shouldn't get along and they're in this unusual situation that they can both benefit from and the whole point of it is, is that one of them can teach the other one to see things a different way and ultimately improve their journey. Um, I it, it reminds me of when I was younger, one of the episodes of Batman the Animated Series was all about how the Joker was planning something serious and the only person who could stop him was Harley Quinn. So Batman had to let her out of jail and work with her. And like in the Batmobile, she was turning on the air conditioning and setting off the airbags and he was just having the worst time of his life. And he was grumpy and he was moody and she was loud and annoying and yet by the end of the episode, she taught him to see things through things through her eyes, and they ultimately were able to apprehend the Joker, and she was the hero, and Batman was like, well played. And I feel like this is a concept that never gets old, and Wild Card is another wonderful example of that, because Alice is learning things through Max, by seeing them through Max's eyes, and a series full of that, and I'm sure I'm sure he will teach her to see things through his eyes as well. I think that's the beauty of a partnership. Like, this the dynamic is wonderful, and just the the chemistry between Giacomo and Vanessa already. It's just
2: oh, right they have there, such a good back and forth. Really? For us like for as big of a character as Max is, and as like more reserved as he is, you would think that there would be like a disconnect, but it's like they just they get on so well and another thing too is that like because he's the more like serious character i think sometimes in these shows you run the risk of uh some characters acting like they're in different shows Mm -hmm. and there's a world in which giacomo could have played this to be like a serious cop and i was so glad that he he knows what show he's in (laughs) Like, they are acting in the same show, and I was so grateful for that.
0: <laughs> and they both have the ability to do layered performances, too. Yes. Uh, so, like, it is light and funny, and they have their moments where he's exasperated and yet somehow amused. And she is just being the best that she can be. She's, like, the greatest thing on screen. And then there are moments where you can see, even though they've just met, she cares about his opinion of her. Like, they get, there's this great small moment between them where he doesn't think she's taking the case seriously. And you can just see on Vanessa's face where she's just like, but I am, you know? And he looks disappointed. He's like, you don't want Alice to be disappointed in you. I don't want that look at my way either, right? It was a great disappointed, I'm serious. This is a really serious thing and you're treating it like a joke situation, which she wasn't, but you could see why he would think that
1: there's definitely more to this show than meets the eye. Um, and I feel like that works with the characters as well. Um, like we said, Alice is kind of the, the uh, rigid cop that you think, but at the same time, there's more to him than you think. There's a backstory there. There's layers to him there. And he's kind of, as you said, amused by Max. Max is exactly what the trailer suggests she would be. She's loud. She's boisterous. She's, she's clever. And uh, Connie. The Smartest one in the room. Exactly. Yes. Like, all the time. But at the same time, I used the word complex earlier and I really, really feel like the, the pilot really highlights that because there is more to her than meets the eye. And there's, because of that, there's more to the show than meets the eye. It's everything you'd expect from a show like this, but there's also a little bit more. And I think that's really what makes it special. Um, there's layers to the characters, but there's also layers to the show. And I think um, that really came across in the pilot.
0: And as far as, you know, the layers to continue on with that conversation, interesting to see what Jason Priestley's going to be doing in the show. Mm-hmm. I thought he was underused in the pilot, but um, based on some things that happened, I do want to know how they plan to use him through the rest of the first season.
2: I'm so excited. I do feel like he could have been... A bigger presence, but I did like that they're kind of like it was like teaser, like a little bit of a. He's the. It feels like the character's like going to be a big deal, because mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know the gravity of jason Priestley to me at least is like oh okay this is serious yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. We've seen this on TV before, sometimes where there's a big name attached to a project and they're not in the pilot all that often, because I feel like that could be the story that they build up towards more. So yeah, I agree with you to, to Sabrina. I feel like he could have been used more, but I think I'm also at home with the fact that I know they're going to use him more. I feel like anyway, you wouldn't waste an, an actor like that. So I do think we'll get there, but it was a solid tease to begin with because he was great
2: and we knew this from the trailer that he and vanessa also have great chemistry because that scene when they're talking with him this is not the trailer so no one come for me cw (laughs) when she's like i'm a cop and just that whole back and forth between the three of them is just so good so good because i just love how like max is just like like you said just like she takes things seriously but like front-facing she's like so unserious and funny and i just mm-hmm. i love that about her like she was like do you have a badge you like, soon <laughs> <laughs> manifest it girl <laughs> i think this
0: is this was always going to be a show that was going to live or die based on the chemistry between all the characters and mm. i think that they executed that really well i mean it's just really a fun show i also think the case um, this isn't necessarily going to be a show where like the mystery is the thing that you're investing in the show for, but I enjoyed the casework that they did in the first episode. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I fell into my usual trap with mystery of the week shows where like, um, and it's no fault of the show. It's all me in my brain. I don't know what's wrong with me when I watch these shows. There's just something like halfway through, like I lose something and then I'm like, wait, (laughs) I don't know what's happening. And then I get it by the end. But like these Mystery of the Week shows, there's always about like four or five turns in the case. Like they think one thing and then it shifts and there's a new thing and then it shifts and there's another thing and it shifts. This isn't spoilery, right? I'm not giving anything Mm. away. I'm so Mm. scared. Um, (laughs) But there was one turn where it got a little more like complicated than i was expecting it to and i was like Whoa, wait 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 and again it's my brain <laughs> it's this is the fault of me cuz i'm not like when i watched alias like i had to put the phone down across the room and really focus cuz if i looked away for a millisecond and i didn't hear one line of dialogue no shot of understanding what was happening and you're probably like this isn't a show that's difficult to understand for me, it is. I'm a comedy person, so like when things get like overstuffed with like mystery and like odd things, I'm like, Give me a second, <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really, in, for a pilot, um, interesting, like low stakes, interesting um, uh, mystery that also had an unexpected ending for me, which I will again not reveal what it was but i didn't expect the end the way it like tied up mm-hmm.
1: now i have to agree with that um i'm not going to say what the shows are because i respect them too much but it's May, so i'll leave that with you and um, there are certain shows that have procedural elements of them cases of the week um and in some of their later seasons they just got basically by the numbers and that you knew when it was going to happen what was going to happen and how it would all end up this was the complete opposite of that because yes like reed said it's a relatively low stakes uh mission <laughs> and compared to what else is going on in the show but at the same time they take care with the story they're telling. It can get, it can be ambitious. It can be surprising. There can be five twists or whatever in it. But at the same time, it never takes away from the main story. And even in the even the fact that they're solving crime here, the show never loses that, that lovely balance it has between serious and unserious. And it mostly edges towards unserious. This show is exactly what it wanted to be. I did say that it's also a little bit more. But as far as what it wants to achieve, it nails it. And I don't think it lost it once throughout the pilot
0: it's just an excellent pilot like it's just mm-hmm. really good for the genre that it's supposed to be it is the type of pilot that will hook you into watching episode two i do want to speak directly to my shippers for a moment though so as everyone knows Present. <laughs>
2: for this show at least
0: <laughs> but as everyone knows uh max and ellis are going to be a thing they've been upfront about it i believe it's in all of the um Uh, not literature, what is it called? All the information press releases for the show. Um, You will not be disappointed by this dynamic. And I wouldn't classify it as a slow burn. Like I just said, no, we just, they, they're not teasing it. We are definitely leaping into that water. The
2: the oven is preheated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the, the first look that they see each other is in the trailer Mm-hmm. We can see that spark. The fr- what, and it's just as iconic as in the trailer when he walks in the room and she turns around. Like that look, the stuff are rom coms. And Vanessa just like killed it. Like she knows that. Ugh, I don't. I, I don't even have the words to explain how it made me feel to see that that scene. Just to see an actress understand the character and the moment one of my favorite like just like shots of the years her turning around and seeing him for the first time it's magic
0: it is and alice is going to be down very very bad based on his reaction in one of the scenes <laughs> like it's, just, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: gonna be though like uh the kind of ship where it's like denial mm-hmm. of the chemistry which is like that's always happens in these shows i'm not giving anything away like but the fun is, even though we've seen this before, it was like, how are they gonna do it? Because this is a whole different set of circumstances. That's just yeah. so exciting. <laughs>
1: yeah. And um, one of my favorite things about this is obviously you spend a lot of time watching shows for couples and waiting for them to get together or whatever. And my favorite kinds of ones are the ones that is every bit as interest- interesting when they're not together and you're gonna like reset, see how it happens, how are they gonna pull it off this time, and from the dynamic and the chemistry, right from the beginning. I know this is going to be a fun journey, whether they're together or not. And I I can't wait to see how it works out because the moment those two get on screen together, just the dynamic and the chemistry sizzles and I'm I, yeah, oh, ready for more.
0: not wait until we can actually talk about it in a spoil-y way. Yeah. spoilery way. Spoilery way. One those
2: words.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that ends today's part though. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, mark your calendars for Wednesday, January 17th at 8 p.m. when Vanessa comes back to the CW in a new vehicle that's just for her and Giacomo Giannotti. And I mean, if you want fun, watch the show.
1: Yeah, it's so special. It is stylish, edgy, fun, sassy, all of the words. Um, And these two will be your new favorite duo. Mark my words.
0: I'm so happy for her. I really am. (laughs) i (laughs) like. Uh, with I loved her as Tony to and everybody else, but she was underused. So to yeah. see her just be able to shine in the show was just been everything.
1: Deserved. Yeah.
0: But thank y'all for listening. We're the CW Spiral. I'm Sabrina.
2: I'm Michael. And I'm Reed.
1: Bye, y'all.